Alright, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with the Cause. I am joined on the back porch by Nick Ashley and Hello. Cotton to oh. touch the feel. How's it going, buddy? It's going good, dude. I'm vibing. I'm chilling. I'm hanging out, keeping it, keeping it anchored, dude. Yep. Uh, we got our uh, bellies filled with uh, steak and bacon broccoli that I made for everybody. Delicious, by the mm-hmm. way. Very, Very good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy knows how to cook. What can I say? <laughs> We're out here smoking. I'm smoking a Philly blunt chocolate cotton smoking American spirit light blue. We're drinking beer. We're kicking it, man. Yeah, I've got the LSU cup filled with uh, scotch and soda, so we're, nice. we're, we're about nice. to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, welcome to the back porch. This is going to be one of my literal back porch episodes. I don't really get too many visitors, uh, quote, in studio. So. You ever done a back porch episode by yourself or anything? Uh, typically, that's how I refer to all of my episodes as back porch episodes, because it kind of seems like we're just sitting there shooting the shit uh, on the back porch. Okay. So. This yeah. is literal back porch. We're all actually here in person on his back porch. We are guys. on a back porch right now. <laughs> right. It's, it's actually really cool. I've never done nothing like this. The closest thing was Childeberg, which we were all we were yeah. all there for. And, and is this the equipment we recorded? This is all of the equipment since the laptop. I think you used your laptop. Yeah. Same table, everything. Legendary episode, man. Oh, yeah. That was so much fun. Yes, the uh, the two-hour schizophrenia post. That, <laughs> that was great. I talk about, I talk about uh, Tommy on that episode like all the time you know he walks up oh dude this guy looks like a tool album cover <laughs> and they talk about anthony samrov being like come to fucking childerberg or we'll fucking kill you yeah. Yeah. yeah that was probably the greatest part because uh anthony doesn't really seem like he would be that guy because you know vegan and everything but uh is he vegan yes <laughs> yeah he is i didn't know that dude that's weird yeah, yeah. That, that was the reason why he was napping like every five minutes <laughs> that's what stunted his growth he's such a small man that's oh, why shit. <laughs> He was at Thomas 2000. He got another quip in at me. I, I said, hey, Anthony. And he said, "Do I, am I supposed to know you from somewhere? Like like he's done to me on Twitter two or three times now. Yeah. He's good with the quips. He's funny, man. He's funnier than you would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently before coming down to, to the Tom Woods 2000, Anthony uh, got a kiss from uh, Forest Mommy. And she says, now, if you give Anthony a kiss, it's like you're kissing me. So when I saw Anthony like come through the lobby, and I was like, hey, Anthony, it's good to see you. I'm not kissing you, though. <laughs> That wouldn't have been my thing either. That was the first event that I was able to bring my wife Joni to, so it was great that she was able to meet all the folks over there. Right, that was a great time. Yeah, we had a, we had a blast. Uh, more so out in the hallway than the event yeah. itself. Yeah. So both of y'all went to Tom Woods two thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, we were both there. Hell yeah, man. It was a great time. Yeah, and we were all uh, standing around wondering. I was like, I wonder what Cotton's doing right now. When was it? I was. It was last Saturday. I was, yeah. I was chilling. <laughs> I should have seen if you wanted to come. We could have brought you. I could. I, it no, could, it couldn't, have, it couldn't have happened. Okay. I'm busy, dude. I'm making deals, meeting people. Good. You know. He's out there pressing the flesh. That's right, dude. I'm, yeah. get, I'm getting it done. Let's the only just one say I didn't, that. Uh, did you get to meet everybody you wanted to? Uh, there was a few people I saw that were talking like to each other, and I, I'm, not, I'm like one of those that I don't want to interrupt people. Yeah. So... The same thing happened to me at Childerberg. I wanted to go up and say hi to Scott Horton again and, you know, shake his hand and everything. But he was, like, over there in his little circle right. holding court. And so pretty much the same thing happened. This this time, though, I did kind of, like, force my way up to the front to shake hands with Tom Woods before he got out of there. Hell yeah. yeah, the only person that, was, that I know was there that I really wanted to meet but just didn't get the chance to was John Miles. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. I don't know why I never saw him. Um, so, I, I, I mean, everybody – I wasn't much interested – because I've already met Scott twice, once at Childeberg and once right. at Yale. Um, I've already met Tom at Yale. He knew who I was then. So I'm like, I'm satisfied with my Tom Woods 
you know, interaction. Obviously, I would like to talk to him and meet him again, but I didn't want to go and wait in that line to get a picture with him. Right. Yeah. Whenever that was going on, I was just going around meeting other people in the room at the time. Yeah. Uh, instead of doing that, so everybody, everybody that was there that I wanted to meet, I was able to meet except for John Miles, which was which is which sucks because he's a very funny guy. Yeah, you guys were keeping Michael Malice busy, so I didn't get a chance to meet him and the Tom Woods puppet because that was like <laughs> the strangest part of the whole. Dude, I hated it. <laughs> oh, oh, do y'all know the story of that drunk dude? I'm incredibly curious. No, he's just a drunk dummy. He's just a drunk, a, yeah. here's, here's the thing. I thought Malice had him there as a prop, right? A plant. And it was like. I was like, is, did he really like pay a heckler? Yeah. He was like, what do you stand for? Take your mask off. But I'm yeah. just like, I was like, oh, this is part of the show. No, it wasn't. And then, the uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard from uh, Angela McArdle's boyfriend, whose name is escaping me now. So sorry if you're listening. Uh, and he was like, he was over there like trying to calm him down and everything. And then that's when I found out. I was like, oh no, he was being serious. He's yeah. <laughs> so to explain, uh, Michael, when he brought out the puppet, which was his quote unquote special guest, right? Um, which was highly disappointing. I was, yeah. really, I was really aggravated with that. Uh, he <laughs> he put on a mask because he can't not move his mouth like a ventriloquist, right. Right? right? So he put on a mask to hide his and mouth. That, that was funny. That was the funniest part of and what then I saw. Some drunk dude just gets up and starts hollering at him for putting on a mask. Like, what do you stand for? Take the mask off. And then whenever people were telling him to shut up, he was like, I'm standing up for what I believe in. And then he was eventually literally physically removed. Like, he yeah, was, he was, dragged, he was awesome. dragged out of the room. Yeah, that's what I, think, I kind yeah. of thought it was like. It's like, am I watching an act? What is this? <laughs> like, so, so the thing, I, I said this on a, other, other places too, but what I was hoping for was, because during the show he was doing impressions, quote-unquote, he was having Tom Wood's puppet do impressions. Right. And at one point, I thought what was going to happen was that he was going to have say, like, just hypothetically, if his, if his surprise guest was Alex Jones, he was going to say, can you do an impression of Alex Jones? And then Alex from behind the curtain would right. have a microphone and say some shit, and right. come out and be like, hey, this is the big surprise, but no. The whole time it was just a stupid puppet, and I hated it. Yeah. yeah. I, there was a there was a collective letdown. When I was at, we were out in the hallway, and I was, uh, I think I was talking to Clint, and then I looked over, and I said, does Malice have a puppet? What What's going on? And I walked in. <laughs> you could tell everyone was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really not funny. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the event was okay, like like as far as the main things. But my favorite part about it was Jeff Dice. He's hilarious. He's great. Uh, Jeff Dice was, was awesome. Yeah. He emceed, and he was, I didn't know he was that fucking funny. Oh, no, that guy that guy will let loose. Uh, it was really funny because I was, uh, after the show, we had kind of all made our way back over to that bar by the pool. Yeah. In hopes that we were going to keep him open again because the first night we had... They were supposed to close at 10, and we ended up keeping them out there until about 2 o'clock in the morning. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So we were all kind of, like, piled up out there. So we had uh, gone inside to that little convenience store, grabbed, like, all of the beer that they had, took it back outside. And Jeff Dice was out there, and he was uh, nice. He was cutting up with uh, Alan Mosley. So that was kind of fun. Oh, I didn't know Alan was there. Oh, yeah, Alan I know, was I know who that yeah. is. I just I, I didn't know he was there. Yeah, he was there. Mike Meharry was there. I got to say hi to both of them. Uh, got to see... Uh, Michael Bolden from the Tenth Amendment Center. Yeah, and uh, when they showed his uh, what was it, junior high picture? Oh up on god, the screen, that was, <laughs> dude, it's hilarious. That was incredible. That was so so eighties. It was so funny because Michael Bolden was like right behind me, and like all of a sudden I hear him burst, just burst out laughing. I turn around, he's like almost on his on his knees because was, <laughs> was just looking. I was like, is that really a picture of Michael Bolden? Kind of look. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, it, sure it was like is. George Michael in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> George Michael Bolden. <laughs> Dude, that okay. hair was like up like six inches off his head. Yeah. It was it was hilarious. Yeah, 
He had some big old poof. And, yeah. had, and but he had he also had those big old like grandma librarian glasses with the big thick frames. Yeah. The yeah. Big old round thing. That, that was hilarious. I don't know where Jeff got that from, but thank God he did. That's great. <laughs> Just trying to imagine the uh, the phone call circle that you had to get in order to get that picture from somebody in his family. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Oh, no, not like that. That's, you know, well, that, that. that's basically what you're describing. No, the hair, the hair that yeah, he had like so Cotton. This isn't on video or nothing. Cotton is showing me a Photoshop picture he made of me. Yeah. So for one thing, the picture that I took with Jose Galison, Jermaine Vincent, who also did you yeah. get to meet him? He was there, and I've never like actually seen a picture of the guy, so I didn't know that I had met him. Yeah, that that was kind of like the common theme. While I was going back through my pictures and everything, I was like. Oh, well, there's Martha Bueno. She was, like, standing right behind me. I guess I didn't even see her. I didn't know Martha was there. Oh, yeah, she I don't think there. she likes me, though, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll explain that later if you yeah. want me to. But, but uh, yeah, Jermaine made a... He did a face swap of me and Jose. He put... Yeah. He put and, and, like, then... He did one of Reed and Clint, which is oh, just... Oh, God, it's so yeah. disturbing. The Clint Reed one is so disturbing. Reed Russell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoever made that, I, I hate you. I hate I hate all these parody accounts. I love accounts. you. I love you. That that was fantastic. The Reed Russell, like the parody account? Oh, I didn't I don't Yeah, know. no, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the account specifically. I, I blocked that, that the, shit instantly. Yeah, I usually do too. But uh so yeah, he he did a face up of me and Jose Galison and like Jose's got a big old head and I kinda <laughs> yes. and I kinda look Mexican in that picture, like and it's just so. And Cotton was having all kind of fun with that Photoshop, with that with that face swap. I was in a state. I, I was bro. Having, I was vibing out. <laughs> we part 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 with Joni and I were eating. My wife Joni and I were eating like brunch at a cafe today, earlier this morning, and Cotton. I just he just keeps on tagging me in these pictures. I know you weren't even tagging me. I in wasn't them. tagging. I was you, just yeah. seeing them come across on the timeline, and then at one point you, he texts me. I'm having the time of my life right now. <laughs> One of the pictures was the they took the he took the picture of me on Jose, like my face on Jose's head, right. and put long hair on it. So, yes, as, as I've uh, referred to it as the Jesus Christ pose. Right. <laughs> yeah, Nick doesn't like all this stuff because we uh, quote push all of these jokes into the ground. We we do them so much. So. Oh well, this one's different. Like, uh, I like okay. So I get to, to 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 give you an example of that. Alec Baldwin, already not funny anymore. <laughs> already, it's unfunny. It's half. It's just too much. But the te- the the photoshops are they're, they they they. As long as they're new and fresh every time, it's different. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Cotton did the one. Would you make it like purple? Like you put a yeah. a filter on it. I said it was a Polaroid. I took of you when you were unaware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what Polaroids are purple? Well, listen, I have a friend in Florida, <laughs> and uh, she's very talented. And uh, she takes some dope-ass Polaroids, and that's what I was thinking of when I put that uh, filter on there. Was it you that said, name this album cover? No. Was that, that, that was Jermaine. That, that was Jermaine. Jermaine. Yeah. yeah. He, he just commented on that purple one I posted. He's like, I love this. Yeah. 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 I love oh, this. Grasshopper just landed on the table. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what you're going to get you know, live podcasting from the back porch. And that's not you. one of the big black scary ones. Man, you got some you got some nuclear mosquitoes out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got jeans and a long sleeve windbreaker on and shit. I don't know how you're getting bit up. I don't know. It's, it's all like, like I got, Yeah, I they're got, catching like all the fingers. I, I got hands. I got two on my pinky. I'm burning with my cigar. <laughs> I, got, I got two on my pinky, one on my ring finger, and then like five on my ankles. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you a funny story one time. So like you got your lighter, just to show yeah. you real quick. So one time I had gotten bitten really bad on like the underside of my elbow oh, like my sucks. like my tricep 
And so it was aggravating me so bad. I didn't have any like Neosporin or cream or anything. Damn. I just took a lighter and started searing the skin. But this is how autistic I am. I noticed the hair singeing and just like, bing, like just, if you've ever seen right. hair singe. But this was like burning hairs on my arm because I was just entertained by it. I was drunk and stupid. Oh. Yeah. So with the, just with a lighter like that, a little big lighter. I, never, I don't think I've ever told that story before, but that's how autistic I am, guys. What the fuck, dude? When I met my parents... That must have smelled so wonderful when you were doing <laughs> it, that. It I mean, I'm not that hairy. You're, going, you're, you're like, you know, whiffing the... the, the <laughs> no, 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 no. No, when, no. I, when I'm at my parents' house and I grill something, like, they have a propane grill. I know, I know, I know. No, I like propane. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's a clean burning fuel. Um, but, uh... Like some, like I'll I'll start the propane. I get it on high because I want the grill to get real hot, you right. know, to sear the meat. But uh, every now and again, I will accidentally let the gas build up in the tank, <laughs> and so then I reach down because the Oof. the little clicker doesn't work. So I'll reach down and like what? Like I mean, I'll have I'm, I'm a hairy guy, and I'll have like it just gone on my hand <laughs> just just gone and the, the worst smell one time i did have the mustache got a little bit singed <laughs> and that's right underneath your nose and, and, I that was pleasant well i i felt that and i'm like oh god no because i was like my eyebrows you know my hair like, and, and it was okay it was just like little black tips it looked pretty cool i look pretty dope i'm not gonna lie but yeah like, so uh, as far as burning faces i think i've got a pretty good one i was uh going to go get my concealed weapons permit so they make you do classroom time Right before that. So, outside of the classroom, they had this bucket. Yo, can you grab me one, two out of my little thing, please? Right. And uh, in this bucket, I saw, literally saw three guys, like, just put their butts into it. Like, no problem. So, I go over, take one last drag off of the cigarette when I was smoking, put it in there, and that's when I noticed, oh, there's fucking gunpowder in the bottom of this bucket. <laughs> Somehow, the other three guys completely missed it, but I hit right on the middle with the cherry of the cigarette, and whoosh, right in my face. <laughs> So I had second and third degree burns on my face for... Jeez. <laughs> yeah. And it was really funny because when I went to the doctor doctor afterwards, he's like, yeah, you got a third degree burn right here on your cheek. What did you do? And I explained the story and he goes, well, that was stupid. <laughs> so I just, that, I mean, I could get why he would say that, but you just saw three other people do it. Yeah. And I explained, I was like, I, I, I saw the other guys throw their cigarette butts in there, nothing happened. And he goes, they got lucky. You didn't. Yeah. And he goes, infections on your face are really dangerous because if the infection goes back to your brain, you're you dead. Can, you could die. And yeah. it's that much closer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had a, um, you ever mess with, whenever I was a kid, uh, the only fireworks we would ever get, uh, really, because they're the funnest ones, were the little black cat, um, little dynamites. Yeah, 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 yeah those, those are fun. Are you stick black them cats are a, Stick them in an Ampol, stick them in a Coke bottle. Oh, yeah, man. Blow shit up. Um, if you, they have, you know, obviously gunpowder in them, so you can play, you can, we would crack open a bunch of them and just, like, have a little line of gunpowder just to burn it. Like, gunpowder's fun to fool around with. Yeah. I should go to a gun store and get some, just get a can of it. Oh, what's the, the, if you can find it. Tannerite? Yeah. Is that what that shit's called? Like, you buy the, the little, stuff you, you oh, that's up? the, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the, it's a, it's a binary uh, powder. Yeah. Yeah, you blow it up, you shoot it, and it blows up, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's tannerite. You, you can get that at, like, Academy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of which, you know, we're both in Baton Rouge. The uh, the academy, I think it's on I ten somewhere. Is the it's it's so bad. Is it terrible? It's so bad. I mean, it's it's like the the employees. I mean, it's like I'm trying. It's like walking into a uh, Oscar winning animated short film, 
Because you know all those anime. <laughs> what? Listen, bear with me. All those. If, if if you watch the Oscars, and I'm not recommending that. I'm just saying, look at the animated short winners. They're always the most depressing shit. Yeah. It's like you know all. Uh, it, it 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 reeks of French garbage. Like I mean, it's just, oh my life sucks. I will smoke a cigarette. You know, it's it's just it's the worst. But like you walk in there, and it's like everyone's so depressed. And I the, the last time I went in there, I was talking to my. The, my buddy, the, the Polaroid picture taker, and uh, I was I was just explaining it to her. I'm like, these people, these people, they they need depression medication. They are so bad. They but uh, giving up the will to live. It's like going into a DMV. It, it, it is. That's how they ended up in Academy Sports and Outdoors. Right, but then like you know, th- there are other academies like in my hometown that are fine. Yeah, the one it's the really one nice. I'm from is real good, and the one that I know, I, I, there's more than one in Baton Rouge, or. Yeah, there's one on Segan Lane. Okay, yeah, yeah, right yeah, across yeah. the street from the Target, and then the other yep. one is next to Mall City, up by the Cortana Mall. That might be the one I went. To. Probably, yeah, so. the one on the Cortana Mall. That one's that one's sketchy. And it's small. I've been yeah. out of so we we were in Georgia for three years. I'm from I'm from Louisiana. We're from like a different area than here, but we're not far from where, where we're from. Isn't isn't that far from here, Baton Rouge? Right. Um, when I went to um, I don't remember where we were going, Joni and I, but we went and. I did not know. Did they demolish the entire Cortana Mall? This is a little bit too esoteric. No, the, the, the Cortana Mall is still there. What the hell did they demolish that I was looking at? There was Funfair Park that was across the street that's no longer there. Okay, that's probably what yeah. it was. Anyway, that was, that was a little too local. I'm just asking because I'm here. Okay, so... Funfair Park. Come to Smoke Meth. <laughs> Ride a rickety uh, roller coaster. Oh, have y'all ever been to the abandoned Six Flags in New I Orleans? I thought you were about to ask it. Oh, Dixieland? Yeah, they, they film a whole bunch of movies down there because it's, uh, it's really, really gross. Dude, I want to <laughs> go down there so bad. Let's do it one day. Dude, apparently I'm like there, there's a bunch of like... like uh, People trying to spray paint swastikas, but they're too, you know, retarded to get they, it right. They do the, they do the Hale Hortler thing. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I want to go down there so bad. But we should do it one day. Really, I'll, I'll do it, man. Oh, okay. I know some people that might come to Baton Rouge. Yeah. Um, so uh, or I used to do a lot of movie extra work, and so my oh, my yeah. email is still like floating around. So when they were about ready to film Jurassic World, they filmed part of it at Dixieland. Really? Yeah. So like the the part. Uh, where the little uh, flying dinosaurs come to get everybody, and Jimmy Buffett like gets his margaritas out of the way. That was all filmed in Dixieland, where they cleaned it up. Yeah. So I was just thinking about that. I was like, yeah, I came about that close to being an extra in that movie, huh. and probably for that scene. So back to uh, burns, getting burned. Yes. Uh, I have a story. Back to personal injury. Right. I have a story that I have told once before on a podcast. It was on Jay's old podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy of mine, an old college roommate, who I'm still cool with. Uh, who is a big fan of Neocon Removers Oh, that guy? Shirts. Yeah. I, I know you're talking about. He and I, he, he's a big Trump guy. Okay. And he said, hey, man, Trump's going to be in uh, uh, Panama City, Florida. You know, you want to go? And, like, we can go to the Trump rally and then, like, the next day hang out at the beach and just chill. And I'm like, yeah, sure, fuck it, I'll go. Uh, sounds like yeah, fun. at least getting a beach out of it. Right. So. And the, the Trump rally was weird. I was the only person there not wearing any Trump shit. Uh <laughs> And, like, people were looking at me weird. Yeah. You know, because I wasn't, you know, in the vibe. Uh, but, like, it was okay. Like, I saw him, you know, and I, you know, whatever. But Well, nothing weirder than seeing Bob Dole at LSU back in the 90s. Right, and, uh, right. That was probably about the weirdest political experience I've ever had. But, uh, so the next day, we, uh, we were just going to get drunk at the beach. That, that was the plan for the next day. That's typically the plan for the beach. And uh, I'm not a big beach guy. That, that was the first time I'd ever been to the beach. 
How long ago was this? This was in, I think, 2019. Jesus Christ, you never been to the beach before then? Nope. Holy shit, wow. Nope. Wow. And, um, like four hours away from Pensacola. Well, Pensacola's like, what, five, six hours away? Something like that, four yeah. or five. Well, yeah, yeah but, but then you got, I'm, I grew up in northern, central yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, so. right. And then there's like Gulf Shores before you get there. Or Ship Island in Mississippi, that's where my yeah. family and I always went. But I mean, I was like, a kid. And also, I don't really dig the beach. I don't, I don't love it either. You know, I, I'm much more of a forest mountains guy. But anyway, so uh, that morning we get up, the, the morning after the Trump rally. We go to Walmart. I don't think he ate anything. I got an Egg McMuffin, <laughs> and that was the only thing I ate all day. Right? So we go to Walmart. That's we get not good a, going into a Trump rally. <laughs> right. No, this was after the Trump rally. Oh, after? After. <laughs> so, like, the, the next morning. We're, we're at Walmart at 9 a.m. And uh, so we buy a shit ton of beer. We oh, had Lord. some yinglings. We had some... That sounds like a start to a good country song. It was in Walmart at 9 a.m. That's right. <laughs> Buying all the beer. <laughs> so, uh... We'll call it was a Chevy con. Yeah. It was a Honda. Okay. It was a Honda Accord. Just that from my frame just went from country to like EDM trash rap rock. I was in my Honda. Black. Uh, so we get a shit ton of beer. We ice it up in his Yeti. He had had a hernia, uh, hernia surgery, like so we had pills a week before. He he was not taking the pills, the pain pills. He was he was saving them. Uh-huh. Um, but he legitimately could not lift anything. So I'm walking to the beach and I'm dragging. And Yetis are heavy as shit just yeah, yeah, by they're themselves. Not, they're not very light as far as coolers go. And then full of ice and beer. So I'm dragging. And we had we were camping at like a KOA campsite. Oh, God. And, and we were right by the beach. So, I mean, just right across the road. Um, and so I'm dragging this thing and he's carrying the chairs. And people are looking at us. And uh, we post up somewhere on the beach, and it sucked because it was like there was a storm coming through, and it wasn't raining, but it was super windy, so you really couldn't swim. Right. And uh, so we just post up. We start drinking the beers. Um, Nick, Nick, Nick. What? This is a trick my buddy Aches taught me. Go like, like that. Like this? Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking burn my hand. No, you don't burn your hand. And Eggs should know because he's like a professional smoker. So I know Eggs, by the way. You have to say my buddy Eggs. Well, I'm I just know. saying my buddy Eggs because he is my buddy. I'm not. I'm not calling you out on anything. But anyway, so we. Yes, and that's we, at Eggs dot world. Eggs dot world. Yeah. Fantastic guy. Um. But uh. Who I mistook for Tommy on the the first night at Jilderberg. Oh really? I thought it was hilarious. He's a great guy, man. He's he's one of the main reasons I'm so, I'm excited for Chilberg next year. He's funny as hell, man. He's, he's a good, so he's a great hang, dude. Funny, oh yeah, man. he is so funny. But anyway, so like we start drinking, we're hanging out, um, and we have a couple of experiences. Like a homeless guy walks over <laughs> and course. starts talking to Panama City, Florida, yeah. and a, a homophobic and the homeless guy's like, "Hey, you know, do you guys know that y'all are hanging out?" Behind the biggest strip club in America, and we look, and there's this like dilapidated building. The, yeah, <laughs> and and they had they what was that hurricane that like wrecked the Panhandle? Uh, I, I don't remember. It, it was, Matthew, maybe. Maybe, but uh, and and like it it fucked up the building of the strip club, 
And like he's like, dude, that strip club has been in four MTV documentaries, man. Four. Oh and you know, shit like that. Let's keep it track. And uh, my roommate, uh, one of the rare times he was He was actually the owner of this homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> now he's I got it super cheap, man. It was a great deal. I'm a I'm a real estate investor. I haven't bought new shoes in twenty years. But uh, I buy only the dilapidated. That's best, low time reference right there. So one of the rare times this guy's held his liquor better than me. Um, he was like, all right, man, that's cool. You know, you, you want a beer? You know, we'll give you a beer and let you be on your way. And, he, and we gave him a beer and he walked yeah, away. Nice. So, um, and then we keep drinking and we get completely wrecked. Just, you know, completely blitzed. And um, eventually we both pass out. On, on the, the beach. beach? Yeah. Oh, no, on not the a beach. Good, not a good now, spot. Now, he, like, I'm a very light sleeper, so eventually I wake up, and I can already tell. I'm just wearing swim trunks, and I can tell that, like, everything not covered on the front of my body, everything not covered by the swim trunks is gone. Just <laughs> And so I have the bright idea. I said, okay, let me l- lay my towel on the sand and then lie on my stomach. To even it out? To even it out. So, like, it's not super bad on the front. And so, eventually, I wake up, and it's not bad. I can tell that I'm, I'm like, in a day, this is going to suck. Um, and so, like, we get, and we're hungover. Of course. Shit. It, and then we get back to the campsite, and it rains that night. My, uh, like, we were staying in hammocks, and uh, my roommate, the, the, the camp asked us not to do the hammocks because they were worried it was going to mess up the trees. Right. Which is, I mean, like, it's not. Like, you know, two, <laughs> two nights of a hammock, you know, sitting on a tree, it's not going to fuck it up. But right. Whatever. Uh, so, like, I'm like, okay, I won't do it. And I wanted to sleep in the car anyway. So I slept in the back seat of my Accord at the time. And I'm all, I'm like in the fetal position, you know, just to. <laughs> and, uh, but he's like, fuck it, I'm going to sleep in the hammock. And it's raining. It's pouring down rain. I have the windows cracked, and yeah. I'm just getting rain like on my face, just through the little crack. Oh, yeah, you're not getting any sleep. <laughs> and uh, my roommate was slept good until like he woke up to throw up, and then we had to drive back the next morning. Right. And he did ninety. We were listening to Tom Dylan or uh, Tim Dylan on Tim Dylan. Joe Rogan, and he did ninety percent of the driving because I just slept. I was gone. <laughs> and then so then we get back to his house. And then, which is here, and then I had to drive back up to my folks. Right. And my dad saw me, and he's like, oh, my God. He just started laughing. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God, what did you do? And, like, I mean, they were like, all right, you know, he has to go through this. It's okay. Yeah. You know. And uh, they helped me out. It was so weird, man. Like, I couldn't stand up without, like, my right leg seizing up in really bad pain. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I would terrible. have to have, like, a diuretic. Like, I would drink coffee. Just to get up to use the bathroom, just to dull the pain in my leg, and I, eventually I had to go to the doctor. The sunburn was so bad, and I, I it was my it's my pediatrician, like the guy that like helped deliver me, so he's known me all my life. And I walk in, and he goes, "Holy shit!" And he sees me. He's like, "What the fuck did you do?" And I explain the story, and he's like, "All right, man, you know you you done fucked up." And um. Uh, oh. Uh, like I, I got through it and like my uncle came by one day and he's like, I walk in, I have a cane and I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling like hell. And, uh, and my uncle's like, he turns to me and he's like, 
is it okay if we laugh at you yet? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you can laugh at me. It's fine. It's my fault. But my doctor said I had second degree burns over 80% of my body. <laughs> yeah. Like on my feet, you know, on the bottoms of my feet. Like it oh, was oh, so funny. bad. Oh. It was so bad. How yeah. long did that last before you started to feel better? About five days. Oh yeah. my God. Five, yeah. I was in bed the entire time. So that kind of reminded me when I was uh, 15, I went with my dad on a work trip and we ended up in Tampa, Florida. And, uh, there was a couple of other hotel kids and, uh, don't ever make friends with hotel kids. They're just bad little shits anyways. What do you mean hotel kids? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, just weird people that just travel the country and they take their teenagers along with them. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. And they're just up to no good. So, uh, I was down in the pool and I'm sitting there swimming, and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm having a great day. I'll just uh, come out here, suntan for a little bit. I got some uh, sunscreen on. I'm going to be good. So I ended up falling asleep <laughs> on my stomach. I ended up getting a really nasty burn on my back, so much so that I had a giant three-inch diameter blister. Holy Ooh. shit. <laughs> when I got to the, my dad saw it, he goes, what the hell did you do to your back? I was like, I, I fell asleep next to the pool. And he was like, is that a sunburn? I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, uh, yeah, we're going to have to go to the hospital because I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> so we get to the... How old were you? I was like 15 oh, okay. at the time. So we go into the hospital and the uh, doctor's like, he's like, yeah, my son's got a really bad floor, uh, sunburn. And we're going to have to have look at that. So the doctor was like, oh, well, welcome to Florida. And then he takes off my shirt. And he's like, you're redheaded. What were you doing sleeping next <laughs> to the pool? <laughs> Just don't ever do this again. Yeah. Like, I'm over here. I'm like dark and sort of swarthy i mean i'm actually my arms my, I'm, I'm actually fairly tan compared to what i usually am just from like cutting the grass and shit outside yeah but i don't really burn that bad you know you know what you are what you're israelic i'm not Is israeli. israeli that's what you are israelic <laughs> yeah Isra that, that was a term that whatever the guy's name is on fox and friends what's that uh i don't know which one the, steve doocy brian no, kilmeade no it's he's kind of brown Kind of brown. Kind of right. brown. He used to be, my dad used to watch Fox News a lot. And I, when I was like eight, I'm like, is that guy Israeli? <laughs> no, I'm not, like, I'm not Israeli. Yeah, you look, yeah, you look pretty Israeli. It's a particular I'm, combination of Israeli and Gaelic. I'm Italian. Uh -huh. You two motherfuckers over here, like you ain't got no business being in the sun. You guys will catch on fire. I'm Greek. You're not Greek. What are you talking you're, about? You're culturally Greek. I, no, we're not doing this again. <laughs> Listen, dude, I'm Greek through osmosis. I've eaten enough Greek food. That's I fine, but it. that doesn't change the yes. fact that your alabaster skin will burn like birch bark. Yeah, I'm a quarter Sicilian. I didn't get any of those Sicilian genes except for, like, all the body hair, so. Well, that's yeah. good, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm a hairy guy, and I like it. The Italian genes are my... I'm not... I'm not see, I, I want to say this, too, because a lot of people think, like, for example, I was hanging out with some people like, y'all, um, you know Dickie? Dickie Walnuts? Yes, I know, Dickie. Okay. We, we hung out at Tom Woods 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was talking about. Oh, uh, not y'all. I'm sorry. Tom Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, both he, of us. He dropped his phone of... like 600 times. I'm surprised it was still working. He was incredibly hammered. But he was like, <laughs> he, so drunk. I am Italian by heritage. I didn't grow up in no Italian household. So, yeah. like, Dickie was trying to speak Italian to me. Yeah, he got me with a couple of them. I was like, and I'm like you're not supposed to say that. Out. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh. I was just kind of raised regular old louisiana middle class white trash like i'm right. i wasn't raising an italian household with like visqueen on the couch and shit you know what i mean <laughs> like I, i'm italian by heritage but i'm just i'm just a regular old white dude from the middle of nowhere louisiana like i don't i don't claim italian like cultural you know man you know like that's one thing that i always harp on about louisiana like it's it, no one talks about the amount of italian influence here 
Uh-huh. It's insane. Like after, New after Orleans is a filled, top twenty-five city. Yes. Yeah, after they got filled up in New York, they sent them to New Orleans to yep. start digging canals. No, I was telling Bird the other day, like when you're in the French Quarter, yep. you see a hell of a lot of Italian flags, more than French flags. Right. I mean, well, they're everywhere. New Orleans is a top twenty-five city for Italian ancestry, uh-huh. which is unbelievable if you really think about it. My 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 my, my great grandparents, um, my mom's mom's parents, they both came here from Sicily separately too. By the way, oh, they, nice. they, they wanted a meeting. But uh, I don't know where they... I'm sure they landed in New Orleans uh, on, off of a boat. But yeah, they came straight off of the boat into Louisiana. So there was yeah. a lot of that back in the day. Yeah. yeah. My grandpa stowed away aboard a ship when he was 10. So he was the literal definition of WAP. Without, walk. without nice. papers. Yep. And he didn't speak any English. And so they just like sent him over to somebody who was his cousin that claimed to be his cousin. Yeah. And so he was just in the neighborhood and, and he had to learn English little by little. And even yeah. you know when he died when he was 66 years old... He, he he still had a little bit of the sing song in his voice. Right, I love it. right. Yeah. Dude, my um, it's like my, Don Corleone. Yeah, my great grandmother knew. I mean, she spoke Italian. Obviously, she came from Sicily, but they they didn't teach that to my grandmother because it gave them so much trouble adjusting. So yeah, they, that, they, they didn't. That want was, that was the other thing. They they yeah. would speak Italian to each other, but for my mom and especially for us, mm-hmm. we we didn't we didn't hear it too much. Yeah, it's the same thing with my grandfather. My mom's dad uh, spoke nothing but French whenever he was growing up as a kid, even in Louisiana. Like he's, yeah. he, he, he was born in Louisiana, but his parents were from France and I think Germany. Uh, but he didn't want to teach my my mom and her siblings French because it gave him so much hell in yeah. school. They would whip him. They would, yeah. you know, they would beat him. He was also left-handed. They would oh, tie his shit. hand behind his back to make him write with his oh right hand. Oh my god! Yeah, so he got a double. So he, he he really he really had it rough as a kid. Him, <laughs> man. So I had the opportunity to learn Italian. Well, I mean, not really had the opportunity, but it could have happened, but it didn't. Yeah. So Dickie was like screaming some shit out, and I was just looking over. I was like, dude, that's not polite. You know. <laughs> he cursed out the bartender uh, in the hotel yeah. at the time. I mean, I don't think the guy heard him, but me, so it was me, Joni, uh, Dickie, and Alex Hatch. I know you know Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She, we were all held. Uh, we, Alex we, Hatch nearly broke my back with the hug that she did. So. <laughs> She's a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, we were trying to get some drinks. First, we were trying to get some food because we were all hungry. None of us had eaten all day. And we were trying to get some food, but all the little places in the hotel that we were at, uh, in, the, in the resort place, yeah. They all had really long waits, and we weren't going to wait and be late for the 6 o'clock thing. So we eventually settled to go and get in the beer at a plain old bar, not a restaurant. And it took forever for the guy to finally notice that we were there. At one point, Dickie was just like hollering some shit in Italian at the guy, but I don't even think he noticed. (laughs) He's like, I just cursed him out in Italian. I was like, okay, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dickie was so so hammered. It wasn't even funny at one point. He's (laughs) He's like jumping in the pool with all of his clothes on with Liberty Thought. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And then uh, me and Toad were just kind of looking at him. It's like, yeah, why is he in the pool with her? Man. Yeah, like my family on my dad's side is uh, just Scotch, Irish, English, French. Oh, I couldn't tell. I know. I was looking at you. <laughs> and, then, and then my mom's side is like just Eastern European. Uh, and, yes. then, and then from my stepmom, I get the Greek genetics, literally. Um, and uh, so, lots of hummus in the household. Lots of hummus. Lots of hummus. Lots of uh, oh. tzatziki. Oh uh, yeah. And gyro meat. Oh gyro, yeah, gotta love it. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a Greek place like right down the street from my work, and um, so I could just walk down there and get lunch if I want to. There was one day I was walking in there, and the the guy that's usually cooking the food, he's like uh, screaming up and hollering a storm and everything, and he's like he starts singing. 
And then he goes, <laughs> he gets he gets into the PA and he goes, any day where I don't have to take my meds is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole restaurant is just kind of, um. Oh, no. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> the cook? This yeah. Was? yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> so I'm just kind of sitting back and I was like, I think I'm about to be murdered? I, I'm not sure. He seems very happy about it. <laughs> Maybe just don't anger him. No, I love Greek people, though. Oh, yeah, or like Greek Lebanese people. They're, they're the greatest, man. Like, uh, That's basically growing up Sicilian right there. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of talking with your hands. Mediterranean, all of that shit is very yeah. similar. Once yeah. you get into that area of the world, it's just they use different like spices on their food. It's about the only difference. Right. <laughs> I love meds, man. I love meds. One day when my folks come down, we're going to have to go to Alabasha. Oh, yeah. You know about that? On yeah. The, on Corporate Street or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a, a few Alabashas though, aren't there? Yeah, yeah Alabashas like, are all over like, the place. But, but they have like the main restaurant on Corporate, and then they have like the Alabasha Express. Yeah, they, the little bitty ones in the shitty parts of town. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the the actual restaurant's great. Oh, cool. Uh, do, yeah. do, I, I, I've only ever been to like Zeus and Athena. Like, right, the, right. The fast food group. Yes, so yes, I, yes. Yeah, that, yeah, I'd love to go to a go, real, Going real to food. a gas station to get some Greek food. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There's a gas station Greek place in Lafayette. Uh, and my, my step hysterical. my stepmom's like it's pretty good it's not bad <laughs> like the grape leaves are pretty good you know she'd be the judge but uh no no the alabasha in town like the actual sit down restaurant is really good yeah there's so many good places here in baton rouge it's not even funny it's uh we got <laughs> there's a grasshopper <laughs> lays on the laptop yeah uh so we got uh, romans we got syrups alabasha i'm trying to think if there's any more it might be a few more there's another one i can't remember the name of but I know, I know there is another one. Yeah, there's a, a Syrups Express that's uh, right on Perkins and uh, yep. yeah. Blue Bonnet. Yep, yep, and yep. that one's a drive through and that place just stays busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. I used to live, there's there's one, it might be in Alabasha, but I don't think it is. Uh, I, I know y'all know another local reference here. Just to, just, this actually, a lot of people listening to this can probably relate. Um, so I used to live, I used to live in Baton Rouge a couple of years back, between 2016 and 18. Um not far from LSU campus. Right. It's a shitty, awful part of town that's just a series of apartment complexes called Tigerland. Yes. Oh, yeah. It yes. is so bad. It is the ghetto, but right. like, of college kids. It's uh-huh. terrible. <laughs> so I wasn't in college or so, anything. So here's, here's, the, here's the funny thing about Tigerland. They used to have a metal sign over, yeah. over the street. And uh, the college kids, they just make it a point just to hang off of the damn thing. So they replaced the sign. Uh-huh. So now it's this big thing, and it's got Mike the Tiger on it. It says Tigerland. And they said, well, this will keep the kids from climbing up. No sooner did that they have that thing up than uh, the next day on, like, tiger, tiger droppings, there's, like, nine people just, like, standing across the top of the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really shitty part of town. Uh, not far from LSU campus, but there's yep. a couple of bars that all the college kids go to and shit like that. But Fred's, the house. Fred's, Fred's can be pretty fun. I'll say, as the youngest guy here. Yeah, Reggie's. <laughs> yeah, that's the other Reggie's, place. you go to Reggie's to, like, literally get stabbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, 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 I, I've only been so, to Reggie's once, and I got into a fist fight. Was, the the one time I went there, high likelihood the shit is about to go down. At that, th- that's where you get cracked. No, the, the, I went to Reggie's with a buddy, and uh, <laughs> we were we were talking to these girls, and she's like, "I want a gin and tonic," and I'm like, "Okay, gin and tonic. You're gonna and, go get me a gin and tonic." And I thought that was pretty grown up. You know, <laughs> that's a very adult drink. Yes. <laughs> Oh, it's not like a Red Bull and vodka. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I, I go up to the bar, and these are one of those places that, like, you know, that 
the average distance between each person is like two inches. Yeah, you nearly have it's, to wear a full body condom. Yes, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, you have to wave down the bartender. You have yeah, to get yeah. pissed at the bartender. Like, hey, motherfucker, come <laughs> over here. And uh, I, I, I'm like, dude, dude, come on. I'm waving money at him. Like, come over here. I'm trying to get this bitch a drink. Yeah. And uh, he's like, he looks at me. He, he shakes his head no. And then he waves a baggie of cocaine at me. <laughs> And he and then he walks off the job. He just leaves. That's and the most Reggie's thing to ever happen at Reggie's. I'm like, what the fuck, it's Tigerland, baby. Yeah. And then you go to Fred's, and it's like, like Fred's is the like upper classman yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know they're like, you know they they don't. It's like one of the only bars down there that doesn't allow 18 year olds on right. most yeah, nights. Yeah. So it's like, all right, yeah, sure, you know, let me get your yeah. order. Right. I guess the house had to learn that lesson because the house burnt down. It's right. rebuilt now. So Oh, but, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dude, whenever I was in Lafayette going to uh, UL, um, <clears throat> there was two... I don't remember the... Oh, I, I remember what it was called. There was two bars. One of them was called the Loose Caboose, which sounds like a really crappy old porno. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then the other one was called The Keg. Both of those have been like on the brink of being shut down numerous times for serving underage. Yeah. It was the only place I was able to get drinks whenever I was a kid. And I didn't really drink a whole lot before I turned 21 just because it's hard uh, unless, you know, until like Joni turned 21. She's a little bit older than me so she was able to buy me beer and stuff to bring home. Oh, good. Me. You had a hookup. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that much though because she's only about a year and change older than me. So Right. Um, but uh, go to the Loose Caboose and get $5 Pabst pitchers <laughs> with my roommate at the time, uh, Bo. My boy, yeah, and we would go there, play pool. We didn't do it very often. Most of the time, you would see police outside and be like, all right, we got, we got to go. <laughs> and then, you know, like I said, the keg, we never went there because we knew that that's the kind of place you could literally bump into somebody and get an STD type of, type of deal. <laughs> like, do, do, do y'all remember the dance, the floss? I don't know. You're talking about that sh- stupid Fortnite thing? It's like the... the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the Fortnite garbage. Yes, yeah. I wish I had this on video. Right you now. you right. met my twelve-year-old, of course. I okay, so yeah. I have a video on my phone. I can show it to y'all in a bit. I was in Tigerland uh, a couple of years ago with my roommate, and there was some kid on top of a jeep. Like, I mean, he might have been like eleven years old, <laughs> and he was just. Doing the, floss. Just do the floss. And I walk up to him and I start filming, expecting him to react, and he's just kind of... Come on, man. He's kept going. He's just looking, like, disappointed, <laughs> just keeps doing it, and, like, his mom is getting arrested, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, an 11-year-old in Tigerland, that's a hard kid. You can probably go to him to get plumbing done or some shit. This shit's inc- Dude, it, yeah, man, he can redo your roof, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it was insane. It was, you see that shit all the time, and it's fun. I like, the, I like that chaotic... Yeah, shit, t- you know. Tigerland is a trip because when I was driving for Uber, that's like ninety percent of the of the drives for LSU. It's like, all right, I'm gonna go pick you up off of Highland somewhere and then drive you over into Tigerland, just drop you off at the, right. at the entrance. Yeah, yeah, bro, that's and it's just so funny because as soon as someone would get out, you you've got to order the Uber on your phone, right? Right. I would just have people just get in and like hand me cash. I was <laughs> like, I'm going downtown. To Happy's. I was like... I'm not a cab, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, dude, it's 20 bucks. He was like, okay, here you go. I was like, okay, it's $20. That would actually be cooler than actually driving Uber. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be a lot more, like, based. He's <laughs> just like, cash, and I'll, I'll bring you. <laughs> yeah, there, there were several nights like that where just people just jump in the car. I was like, dude, I got cash. I need to go. I was like, okay. 
Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should just put a, a sticker on my car that's like Nick's Taxi Service and just people would hop in. Cash only, ca- yeah, PayPal, cash, only. cash app, Venmo. Which you, where are you going? Tell ben, me where you are. Baton Rouge's answer to Gypsy Cabs. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> like, I kind of look the part, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only bad thing about driving for Uber is they all of the people that get over-served alcohol and they just like drop all of their inhibitions towards people. Yeah. There was several times where I've gotten like felt up and it was like, you pick them up at the Mexican restaurant, and it's like, oh, my God, they, they heavy poured the tequila. Oh, that, that margarita yeah. drunk. Yeah, the margarita drunk. So, I know about that tequila drunk. It's like, do you want to come inside? And I was like, no, get out of my car. Males? No, males, females. I had, I had a couple of gay guys start a fight in the backseat of my car once. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> they, and I, was, I knew it was coming because they were already arguing because one guy was looking at the bartender just a little bit too long. Oh, and he was right. like, He was like, yeah, he's 10 years younger, too, and I saw you looking at him. And I was like, I was like, oh man, it's about to happen. And then, of course, they started calling each other bitch over and over again. Oh. I was like, oh, here it comes. And then, sure enough, you know, punching, slapping, and everything. I was like, all right, guys, get out, get out. You gotta go. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was the best. I was like, holy shit. I was laughing about that one for the rest of the night. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. I would not want to drive for Uber or nothing <laughs> like that. That'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> not around here, anyway. Maybe if I was in like a nice upper class area of the city or some shit, that'd be different. But no, I wouldn't want to do that around here. Oh, yeah. And that's just the thing about Uber. It's like you'll get called to go somewhere and then you'll end up somewhere else. There was one night uh, I, I picked up the ride and it's like drop off into Walker. I was like, why? <laughs> Why am I going from Uncle Earl's in Baton Rouge all the way to fucking Walker? And as soon as they got in, I was like, look, I barely got any gas. So at some point, we're stopping for gas. Are you okay with that? It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I just need to get home. I was like, no problem. Ended up driving out to Walker. So as soon as I got out to Walker, I get another ride in Livingston, Louisiana. And they're coming into Baton Rouge. I was like, this, no, we're not Holy doing shit. this. That's a lot of driving. I did. I, I got an Uber from New Orleans to Baton Rouge before. I didn't know yeah. Ubers would take you that far. They're I, expensive. But yeah, sure, yeah, that's but... it's pretty pricey. I picked up a guy once at the Baton Rouge airport, and I drove him to New Orleans, which also has a pretty big airport. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, if I do it this way, I still save fifty bucks." Because the airplane ticket is not going to oh. be as much as if I take it from New Orleans. Yeah, like, New Orleans is a nice airport. Yeah. Baton like, Rouge Airport sucks. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. I was tweeting terrible. about that because my wife, Joni and I recently, I don't keep saying my wife, I just, y'all know her from My wife, yeah. Uh, Joni and I recently went to Vegas, and uh, we flew out of Baton Rouge. So it's Baton Rouge to DFW, which DFW also sucks. Yeah, DFW terrible. is terrible. It's huge, and it's busy, but it sucks. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, Atlanta is the busiest airport I've been to personally, and it's great. Atlanta's yeah. awesome. But DFW sucks. Baton Rouge is terrible. It's like six gates, and it's it's like empty, and it looks like it's it's dirty. Yeah, it smells weird. It's just the worst fucking airport ever. But it's cheap. it's not that expensive. Like like <clears throat> we were looking for flights from uh, from Baton Rouge to Vegas, and also from New Orleans to Vegas to compare price. Right. I mean the cheapest the the cheapest ones are obviously like Frontier and Spirit. Yeah. yeah. Which uh-huh. are like we're not gonna do that no. shit. Um, which you can get a direct flight, but I was like, I'm not gonna be on a plane. Oh, you got something more than a backpack? That's 60. gonna be a sixty-five dollar charge. Yes, <laughs> literally, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> that happened to our friend who was flying from from Utah to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, that's that's the carry-on bag. Yes, literally, <laughs> just the carry-on bag. They wanted fifty bucks for it, and yeah. then she had a backpack too, so they wanted a hundred dollars total. Yep. For that, for that Frontier, don't fly them. So, yeah, going from Baton Rouge to uh, Vegas was was not fun. But I mean, it's be- I mean, it's, it's better than driving two hours to go to New Orleans. And then flying to it because I mean, <laughs> the prices are the same. I was shocked. 
Like, the only way we could have gotten a cheaper flight to go from uh, from here to Vegas was to get a, a direct flight on, like, Frontier or Spirit to yeah. go to, to, go to yeah, Vegas, no, which is crazy. That. And it's like, you got to go all the way to New Orleans for that. And it's like, I'm not going to fly one of these terrible airlines. Right. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah, worst flight I, I was ever on. Uh, it's probably about 15 years ago. I get on the plane in Baton Rouge. It flies me out to Atlanta because it was a Delta flight. So they got to send you to the Delta hub. Uh-huh. Right. The next leg of the journey goes from Atlanta to Salt Lake City, where I'm hanging out for about six and a half hours to catch the layover flight to take me into the Reno airport, because my older brother still lives in Reno. And I was like yelling at my little brother as soon as I I met him. I was like, what the hell is up with that ticket? And he was like, what do you mean? He was like, wow, it's like trying to save a hundred bucks. I was like, did you see where the two stops were at? He was like, yeah, Atlanta and Salt Lake City. I was like... I'm starting out in Baton Rouge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going back and then forward again. It was, it was the worst. Man, I used to drive, uh, fly to Florida a lot because that's where my grandma lives. And uh, all every single time. So, Louisiana. Houston. Houston, yeah. Florida. Oh, Got to hit the southwest. I would hate it was that the, so much. It was southwest, right. Yeah. I now, fly Delta usually. So. Now, uh, I went to Colorado. It was the same year as that beach trip. Uh, and I drove with my two uncles uh, to Colorado from Baton Rouge, and or I guess from Shreveport. And um, the drive was fun. But then, like, they stayed, and yeah. then, like, I flew back. So the, what what is it? Um, uh, we stayed in Pagosa Springs and then uh, Durango. Durango, yeah, okay. So, like, they had two-gate airport. Uh-huh. And I was with so my cousin. Durango Airport. Tire center and hair care. Salon. Right, exactly. Yeah. Dude. Listen, you could definitely get your nails did there. Yeah. I promise. Um, but uh, so, like, my cousin and I get to the airport in Durango. Uh, we get to the gate, and they're like, "Yeah, the plane never came." So you know, you're gonna. There's gonna be a wait. There's gonna be a wait. And my cousin is a female, and she's like, "Okay." And yeah, I'm like, like, no fucking way. And I was like, no. I'm no okay. fucking way. And I was like, no, this is not okay. You, you got it. Listen, we got to get some money off of it. This, this shit's insane. Like, the next flight comes in in, you know, six hours. <laughs> yeah, fuck so, that. So, like, and we had a direct flight. So they're like, okay, here's what we can do. We can get you a flight to Houston, and then we can pay for your connecting flight to, huh. you know, Baton Rouge. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's in 30 minutes versus sitting here... In this nothing airport for six hours. Yes, yes. we'll take that. Uh, obviously better. Yeah. And uh, so then my cousin and I get to Houston, and her flight was in, immediately there because I was flying, you know, to Northern Louisiana. And so I'm like, all right, you know, have fun, see you later. And then like my connecting flight was five hours later. Oh, oh no! Like most of it was just me trying to help my cousin out. <laughs> And uh, so I'm like, all right, fuck, I'm going to get drunk. And uh, Not I'm, in the airport. At that's that so expensive. Drunk at the airport. Well, <laughs> Worth I found it, a, though, if you got a five-hour wait. That's yeah, right. I found a TG. I found a, what is it? The Fridays. TGI Fridays. Yeah. I found a TGI Fridays, and I just post up at the bar. And I'm like, I got drunk off of Michelob Ultras. And I eventually I found out that the bartender had worked for a while in my hometown. Oh, yeah. so like I'm well, just at least he had something to talk about. I'm talking to him, and I'm having a great time. 
And then, like, my flight comes up, and I get on the flight, and I had all that beer, and then I'm on the flight, and I'm like, ooh, oh, no. And it's, you know, it's like one of those, like, like three seats per row yeah. flights, and just, like, yeah. super, like, turbulence was really bad because it's so small. And, like, I get, I get back, and uh, my parents pick me up, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. And then... I go home and like sleep for five hours. I've been through airport hell. No, I'm not. Dude, I mean it was supposed to be like you know like flying from Colorado to Louisiana was supposed to be literally like an hour and a half experience. Right. And for me it was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> so it was insane. Dude, to go back from Childerberg, so I flew to Childerberg from Georgia. So you know from the Savannah airport right to uh, DFW and then to Austin, which is that, that's where Childerberg was in the Austin area. To come back, it was again supposed to be Austin DFW to, to Savannah. Well, on the way back, as y'all probably remember, there was a lot of issues because right. there was a storm between yeah. that, DFW. that held up Bird. He had to end up yeah. like shacking up with car for a minute. And I yes. think Bird and Ace hung out at the yeah. airport for a while. Me, we all did, all three oh, of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Ace ran into each other, and we hung out for a bit, and then we went and go. We went found Bird because our flights were delayed, and 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 Bird's flight was delayed, so we just went and hang out with uh with Bird for a bit. But um, I. They, they, you know, I have the Delta app, and I was flying Delta. I think I was flying Delta, and uh, might have been Southwest or American. I don't know. Either one of them. I had the app. One for of it. them, yeah. And then they some shitty airline. You know, they keep updating your, you know, your flight on the thing, like if it's delayed or if it's whatever. And eventually, it just said flight canceled, and it said pick another flight. The quickest flight I was able to pick was for two days after. No. So I was like, excuse me. What the fuck? You, I'm supposed to be getting home today, and you want me to get home on, what, Wednesday? Like, whatever day that was? Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So I You called. got rollowed. <laughs> yeah. So all these people were waiting in line, because a lot of their flights were canceled, too. All the flights from DFW to Austin were, um, were no, all the, I don't remember which, which, which flight was the one that was canceled, but um, I wound up, I, all these people were waiting in line. I just called the customer service line and somehow got a person. It wasn't, like, super busy, because nice. everybody was waiting. So... I called and got another flight to go to Jacksonville instead, instead of instead of Savannah. <laughs> and so my wife had to drive down to, to Jacksonville, which was about a two and a half hour drive from where we lived in Georgia. Right. And this was at like, I landed in Jacksonville at two o'clock in the morning, and we we got home at five o'clock. Oh shit! Because of that shit. Uh. So I had a friend, our friend who went with her, had been up since. Four o'clock that morning, and he was up for over twenty-four nice. hours because he she didn't want to make the drive alone. I didn't want to make the drive alone either. Right. Two hours at you know twelve o'clock at night. I, yeah, that's that's you know that's, that's uh, he that's came with he, close. he went with her just in case you know. And so yeah, that was that was that was a shitty experience too. But we wound up making it home on the day we were supposed to. Technically not because it was five a.m. <laughs> but yeah. you know, yeah. I didn't have to wait two extra days. You know, man, I would have been if that should happen, dude. Uh -huh. I don't know what the hell I would have done. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds rough. I mean that. That happened to Rollo at the first Childerberg. He ended up having to go to Colleen Airport, and they couldn't get him a flight, so he ended up having to like drive to St. Louis for 18 hours. Oh, no. And then fly God. from St. Louis back to Philadelphia. That's insane. <laughs> I'd be livid. Oh, yeah. He, he was, he's like, he never wants to see Colleen, Texas as long as he is. <laughs> what yeah, a this, great guy. This time, yeah. I love, uh, yeah. He was at Tom most 2000. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah, me... Uh, him, and, him and Slappy. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah, Rollo and Slappy and uh, their little... Bitcoin Telegram group. We all went to Fogo to Chow before the six o'clock show, and we ended up getting late because the Fogo to Chow people just like didn't believe us when we said we wanted our check. 
And then they bring out like this computerized monstrosity. And it was like, okay, just, you know, click dinner and then sign your name and then, you know, insert your card. And of course, everyone's like, just bring us a paper thing and right, change right. your card. This will be so much easier and faster. But we're all like, poke in and it's like, no, that didn't work. No, that didn't work. It's terrible. That reminds me of the thing at uh, Las Vegas Airport whenever we were flying back home from Vegas. Um, which actually, I wanted to say this because you were talking about the little shitty nothing airport in Colorado. The Vegas airport is just basically a miniature Vegas strip, except yeah. contained in an airport. You yeah. know, there's there are casinos and games and all that shit inside that's, the that's airport. That's all over Nevada. I, yeah, it that's, literally that's is all it is. I, I, I grew up there. Look, you can go oh, into the gas. Okay. Uh, yeah, we grew up right outside of Reno, Nevada, in the largest trailer park community in the world called Sun Valley. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So you go to the gas station. There's the one arm bandits right there in the gas station. Uh-huh. You can play Kino at the gas stations that <laughs> yeah. pipe into the ca- to the casinos down on Virginia Street and everything. And uh, don't worry if you ever get lost in Reno, all the streets lead back to Virginia Street for the strip, so you can make your way to the casinos and everything. It's just the greatest thing ever. But yeah, you go into a Walmart. There's like a little room that's got all of the video poker machines. In Walmart? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> so, dude, it's all over the place. And uh, most of them are connected to like the uh, the big bucks machines that are all linked. Yeah. So as more as much as you feed the machine, that jackpot's going up, and it's for all the machines that are on that. Holy network. shit! Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, Vegas was really. I was actually surprised. Like at the, I thought Vegas. We went there to visit friends. I, I was surprised that it was as like, clean and nice as it was. I thought it would be way more trashy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I yeah. thought it'd be way more sleazy and scummy, and having people trying to get like. Con you in the shit like uh, on the street. Back in the eighties, it was much worse. There than was it is today. there was a little bit of that. <laughs> like like so so we went we stayed at the the Luxor Hotel, which is in an area that was. Um, there's also the really big casinos like the like Caesar's Palace and the Venetian, like those big yeah. hotels slash malls and centers. Where we were was about a mile away from all that, so we walked from our place to there, and in between there was some of the really shitty. Like flyers everywhere with chicks with their teeth oh, yeah, out, yeah, 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 yeah. and guys passing out flyers for the strip clubs, and and guys right. trying to sell. We actually ran into nice. a guy who was trying to sell us a mixtape. He said he well, he was trying to give us a mixtape and ask for a donation. Actually. Right, right. And he was like, he was asking where we were from. So it was me, uh, Joni, and our friend Courtney, and he was like, um, I said something about not having any cash, and he said. You got two wives, man. I know you've got plenty of money. And yeah. I was like, no, I've got two wives. I was going to say, I should in that moment, I should have said, yeah, they took all my money. Like, they, they, they spend it all. But no, I didn't think of that in the moment until later. But he was, we were talking and just making small talk because he was just trying to get us to buy it, buy one of his fucking mixtapes. And he's like, where are y'all from? And we're like, Louisiana. He's like, oh, I'm from Kenner. You know? Kenner? Like, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I was, and he, he had like a, like a jazz rap band kind of thing that he did, but... Eventually, he realized I wasn't going to give him any money. He said, all right, bye, though. And he's left. He's walked away and went to the next... All right, bye, though. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, bye, though. He's left. That but guy yeah, checks out. You got two wives. But that was the only That was the only area was was like between... The, the, like on the walk toward you know, Caesar's Palace and the big fancy places yeah. that we had experienced any of that bullshit. Which I, was, I expected the whole of Vegas to be like that, but right. it wasn't. And it was yeah. very nice. Yeah, it's it's nice now that it's that it's all corporate owned. Like back in the eighties, like half of it was still pretty much mobbed up. Mafia, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we would go to Vegas on our summer trips because they would have hot August nights where they would cut off the strip and all they had was just hot runs. Oh, okay. And uh, they would just do a little like parade. A car and, show. Yeah, and sometimes they would uh, drag race up and down the strip and everything, and the police had it all cordoned off. So it was always really fun to go see that. But that was at the time when 
yeah, you didn't go to the bathroom by yourself. Yeah. You know, as a little kid, you know, it's like, oh, it's like, I can go to the potty by myself, Dad. And he was like, I was like, I know you can't, son, but look at these people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've never been to Vegas. It's really fun, dude. It was a really good time. We didn't really gamble a whole lot. Like, Joni played, she put 20 into a slot machine and then, like, immediately won 20 bucks off of it. Yeah, she just just cashed out right away. Like, I just made 100% profit, I'm out. Look at the moon. What about it? It's cool. (laughs) With that cloud in front of it? Yeah. That's cool as shit. Some of the sights you get get to see out here. That's right. I was also, like, being from Louisiana and never living anywhere else other than Georgia, which is, like, Savannah, Georgia, which is very humid also, the humidity in Vegas was, like, 18%. Yeah. I've never, I had never experienced anything that dry on my life. My skin, I felt it. I felt like my lips were cracking. Yeah. And I felt like I was going to start to... My skin was about to start breaking apart and bleeding. Yeah. The, but the great thing about living in the in the desert like that is when you start to sweat, it immediately evaporates and you feel cooler. Dude, like I, how sweat's supposed to work. I didn't sweat at all there. Yeah. Like even in the even in like the bright sun, and it was like probably eighty five at the hottest, and it's yeah. like that's hot, but it was nothing. It was it was really lovely other than the dryness. Yeah. 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 You're just gonna get parched pretty quick. You got make sure you drink water like all day long. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you want to go to Vegas, I highly recommend it. It's a good time. But go with people. Don't go by yourself or nothing. Yeah. I, I don't really have any desire to visit any cities. No? Yeah. You know what I mean? We did it for like Skip a Reno. Skip Reno. It's fine. I've heard for, I've, I've heard Reno is better. Yeah, I mean, if you kind of want like a smaller experience, uh, probably go see the bowling stadium. Okay. Yeah, the bowling? bowling? Yeah, the bowling stadium. Bowling stadium. There's 250 lanes at the bowling Holy stadium. Holy shit. <laughs> it was featured in the movie Kingpin. <laughs> it was right after it got built, and you can't miss the place because it's got a giant fucking crystal bowling ball on the outside. Nice. I've heard Reno's better because you can legally get a whore. You can in Vegas, can't you? No, it's illegal in Vegas. Oh, I didn't no, know. not yeah. And you have to visit a brothel. That's that's how it's legal in the state of Nevada. Look at the moon. The full moon out there. Yeah. Cotton's going crazy the over dude, here. Dude, dude, listen, I'm a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> The moon's awesome. Oh, and now he's taking a picture. Um, are, you, are, are they one of those weird people that think the full moon makes people act crazy and shit? There's, the, I, I've think, heard this all of my life, and there's like no data to support well, it. Well, it increases whatsoever. my fertility, so. Okay. I keep a close eye on it. <laughs> Thanks for the update, question mark. Can I pee in your backyard? No, but you can go into the bathroom that's like right inside. Okay, thank you. See where this little window is? Right. Yeah, so you go inside, immediate left. Okay. All right. He's had a couple of beers. He's had three. Yeah, four. It's a four. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to go break the seal. I'm only on number two. I'm not going to probably do maybe another one, depending on how long we're out here for. But uh, Probably not too much longer. I mean, yeah. we've already been going for about an hour. Damn, already? Yeah, I know. Holy shit. Time flies when we're having fun. Yeah, I didn't know you grew up in Nevada. Oh, yeah, yeah. I spent a little bit of time out there as a kid. Uh, we, I was born in Omaha, Nebraska. We lived a little bit in Iowa, and we moved out there when I was five. Army? Army brat? No, my dad was one of these weird people who didn't want to stay in the same place. Like, every four years, we had to move. Oh. It was just like one of those, like, what, the creditors catching up? What, what's going on here? <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I've been in Louisiana my whole life, except for the small amount of time I was in Georgia for. And I went back here, so. Yeah, so Louisiana is just kind of where I ended up and stayed here, and it's a black hole, and I can never escape. So, <laughs> sure I tried moving can. out several times. It's always so fun, though. Yeah, Nevada was a trip. Because we would uh, go out into the middle of the desert, and it was always really fun because you get to look for uh, rattlesnakes. 
and it's really it's really great when you come up upon a rattlesnake and you hear the rattles going off, but then it seems like things are echoing. I was like, is it in front of me? Is it behind me? I can't tell. Dude, I never experienced like geography like that either. Like flood. Whenever we finally made it into Nevada, and I mean over Utah and all that stuff too, because it's also all mountainous and all that. Right. Um, it was like. I've never seen anything like that in my life before. And I was all like blown away. Like, holy shit, mountains. Yeah, there's like, a I've never here. seen nothing like this before in my life. This is crazy. And it was it was gorgeous. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great old time. We just hung out with our friends and drank and walked around the strip a little bit. Played some little played a little bit of games on the you know, casino slots. Yeah, whatever. if you don't get too crazy. Yeah. It'll be fine. You'll you'll have some fun with it. Yeah, and it was like the appropriate amount of time. We'll probably we probably could have done an extra day and I'd have been okay. But by the time it was over, I was like, okay, I'm happy to be home, you know? <laughs> yeah. Next time. So the next trip we're going to be taking is going to be going over to Utah to visit our friend I just mentioned earlier, a different one. Uh, she was with us that one, but she's in Utah, so we're going to visit her. Uh, so that'll be fun. It'll be a winter trip, so we'll get to experience real snow for the first time in our lives, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, snow is great up until you have to drive in it. And then yeah, we're not worried sucks. about that. We're not worried about that. We're just we're, we're gonna get Ubers and whatever else. Yeah. And I actually asked her. I was like, "What's the temper? What's the weather like around this time? Because we're gonna whether this is gonna affect whether we get a rental car or not. Because normally when we fly somewhere, we get a we get a car. We didn't in Vegas because you you know we were in the middle of the strip. We walked everywhere, and we had right. a friend that lived right there too, so he was able to drive us if we wanted to go somewhere. But we just walked everywhere there. But yeah, going to Utah, I was like, should we even get a car? Like, I can't drive on snow and ice and shit. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So no, we're not going to bother with that. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you get something all-wheel drive and hopefully it's got chains on it. Subaru. Subaru. That's what everybody drives out there in the in the West, where it snows and shit. Yep. Does Subaru. it snow in Nevada? It does. Uh, we would get snow, especially up in Reno. Uh, the Washoe Valley, we would get uh, all kinds of snow. And, you know, sometimes it will be just like a light snow. We'd get a couple inches, and then sometimes you'd get, like, seven or eight in a single sitting. Yeah, the only time I've experienced snow here was, like, you know, a few inches at a time. Uh, I mean, the last snow that I experienced was in it had been January of 2018, I think, Yeah. when it snowed around here. And it was it was a good snow. It was the biggest, like, snowfall I had ever, I had ever experienced no, in my life. I remember that. It was 2017. It was 17? Because that was when uh, Bitcoin jumped up to, like, 19,000. <laughs> oh. And then just sank down oh, to 3,000 for, like, months. <laughs> okay. I yeah, I've seen, I've seen snow, like, maybe five times in my life. And, like, it only stuck, like, three. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the times where Yeah, that one in stayed. 2017 was a legit snowstorm. I was standing out on the porch, I was like... Oh well, no, this is a legit snowstorm. And then, sure enough, it had built up a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is nice. About time. Of course, in Louisiana, that's terrible because we have bridges all over the place. And you can't dude. drive anywhere. Yeah, dude. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of going back to Tigerland, the way you get into it from the highway is like Highway 30. Yeah. Uh, and the way you get into Tigerland is you got to cross over this hump where there's a railroad track. And the day after it had snowed, I was going to go to work. And I go to try to go over the railroad tracks, and it was iced over. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't get over the railroad track. Eventually, I kind of built up some momentum and like kind of slid over it. Yeah. But then, couldn't stop. Right. And there was a red light, and there was a dump truck coming, <laughs> and I was just kind of slowly drifting into the intersection. The dump truck was only going a few miles per hour too. He was probably trying to stop yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. But then, like after I realized, so what happens is the fucking snow melts and then freezes back over at yeah. night. Yeah. So. I was driving on literal ice. I had never had that happen in my in my life. And then that's fun. Turn I, once I once I finally got to stop and turn into a gravel parking lot, so you could <laughs> there's no ice right. there. 
I called my boss. I was like, I'm not coming in. I am, cannot drive on ice. And I just went right back home. So fuck that. That was scary. Yeah, I know, I know how to do it. And it's, uh, it's always kind of hit or miss because you're like, oh, back wheels are starting to break loose. About to get spicy out here. I didn't have a problem driving on the two inches of snow that was on the road the day before. Yeah. But, you know, trying to drive on ice is like, holy shit, this is unreal. Yeah, so one of the best things was uh, out in, uh, I spent a couple months up in Indiana. And the, the day that I got there, there was four feet of snow on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. And I was in a little Ford Ranger, uh, you know, rear wheel drive. It wasn't four wheel drive or anything. So it was like crossing into Indianapolis, and there was like one bridge, and I was I remember going across, and I'm like taking my foot off the gas, and kind of just paying attention where it was, yeah, skidding, so I know how to turn into the skid and everything. And then sure enough, right when I got almost to the end of the bridge, the back end started moving left, and oh, then I just no. slid sideways off. Uh-huh. And then as soon as it hit the regular interstate, it corrected. I was like, all right, that was close. Oh, God, came That's pretty close to death right there. Scary shit. I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> Yeah, I learned, like, how to do that driving four-wheelers, like, on super wet roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, all right, you got to turn into where yeah, you're, yeah. you know, you, you really have to turn into it, and then you'll correct, and you're like, all right, I got it. But you, you got to be, it's it's still fucky. Yeah, it's it's going to mess with you, because, like, it's like someone coming in and reversing the controls on your controller. Right. You're trying to play a game. It's like, what are you doing? They switch it to Southpaw, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> so fun. Uh, I think that's probably going to do it for tonight, because, I mean, we've been going about an hour, and we've talked about everything, and I'm starting to get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Nick, go ahead and drop all your plugs. Sure, you can find me at uh, Nick underscore individual on Twitter. Uh, just the thing that I've been doing is trying to raise money for a breast cancer breast cancer charity called Living Beyond Breast Cancer. So I'm doing live streams, hangouts, and stuff like that to get donations. Uh, it, there's a PayPal link that is pinned on my twitter account so if you're interested there is there uh also awesome. i mean if you if you're interested in living beyond breast cancer it's lbbc.org if you want to read about them they're an organization that helps women who have and have survived breast cancer for example if they've had to have like a mastectomy they get the counseling and they actually get put around other people that have had Very this cool. happen you stuff like that so this is an organization that provides resources for people directly rather than the example I always use is the pink ribbon Susan G. Coleman people yeah. that all their money goes into marketing and research right. which means advertisement Yeah. so this is an organization that actually impacts people's lives that was recommended to me by Nat actually oh, okay yeah. cool okay. she said she yeah. said that uh, her, her, her mother-in-law she donates because of her mother-in-law hell yeah so Living Beyond Breast Cancer if you want to find out how to donate to my thing or you can donate yourself at lbbc.org but like I said it's on my pinned uh, the pinned tweet of my Twitter account at Nick underscore individual nice alright Cotton hell yeah Slurp Gang what else are you doing we got we got Slurp Gang Nick the new host the new host I'm pointing at him the new host <laughs> have um, we fired Jay yet uh, or is that still in the works working on it we're trying to figure yeah. you know the problem with Jay is he has way too many connections. <laughs> um, you know, like when we first tried to fire him, I was banking with Chase and I had some real issues. It's like all of a sudden my ATM card doesn't work. Exactly. Then... There's some real issues. Um, but uh, yeah, so don't, what's his new at? It's like uh, the J underscore Q. Yeah, the JQ. Don't follow that. Yeah, no, it's, it's terrible. He just had a beef with uh, Dave Smith. Yeah, all that, things. that was funny. Why would you follow this guy? That was funny. Um, and then Ace Arcist, our other host. And, yes. Uh, me, Cottonarchist on Twitter. 
And I'm convinced Ace is really nothing but like three uh, two-liter bottles of Pepsi in a, in a trench coat. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. That guy's, you know, he's he's a fucked up guy. Um, but yeah, Slurp Gang. Um, and I guess that's it. My, my, my Twitter account's been popping off lately. It's, it's been going pretty good, especially when you post pictures of Nick right. in between two cans of Red Bull. What the fuck was that, by the way, the Red Bull thing? What was that like, just a... That was me getting my morning started. Okay, I got you. All right. So there was no joke there. It was just like, I was I'm like, slamming these like, Red Bulls. Why is it framed this way? Yes, yeah. Well, because I'm like, all right, I'm going to figure this picture out. Because <laughs> it's, okay. it's such a fucked up picture. Okay. I, that, that picture flabbergasted me. I, I don't get it. It's insane. Like... It's, it's me on Jose's head. That's well, no, is. I get that, but then, like, it looks, like I said, it looks like a whole-ass person. So, if you guys are trying to figure out what this picture looks like, just Google Freddy Fender from the 1970s, and that's pretty much it. Right. Okay. But, <laughs> I'll, I'll Google him later. I trust you. But, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Slurp gang. Well, thanks, guys, for coming out and having an actual back porch episode. We got some uh, drink on, got some steak on, got some broccoli on. And, uh, it was very good, yeah. Yeah, so uh, compliments to the chef myself. <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll see you guys next time with a brand new episode of Rebel with the Colors. Ouch!